Welcome to The Bull and the Bear, a money and markets podcast. We give you the advice you need to know to make investing safe and profitable. With The Bull and the Bear podcast, you'll get exclusive access to some of the top thinkers, analysts, advisors, and gurus in the investment business. And now for your hosts, Matt Clark and Charles Sizemore. And welcome to uh, another episode of The Bull and the Bear. I'm, uh, I'm Matt Clark. Glad you are uh, with us uh, with us today. And I tell you what, it's been uh, very interesting market uh, news over the last couple of days. For the second day in a row, markets are down and down big. Uh, today, as I was last looking, uh, I think the Dow was close to being down by 2%, uh, about 450 points. I think the S&P is down about at 1.4%, and the NASDAQ is, is not down as much, but still down more than a percentage. More than a percent. So um, the, the Fed uh, had his announcement, had his conference today, didn't do anyone any favors, uh, that's for sure, uh, as, it, as it pushed markets downward. But I think it brings about an interesting time to talk about what we're going to talk about today. And I realized that I can't talk about this subject by myself, so I need to bring in an, an, an expert and someone who really knows the ins and outs. And I don't mean just the ins and outs by uh, from an investment standpoint, because for that I could get you know any number of people. But what I wanted to do is I wanted to pull someone in who who understood the ins and outs. Um, better than anyone, and I and fortunately enough, I found one in the family in, in within Banyan Hill, and uh, I found Matt Batty Alley. Now, to to give you a little bit of background, and, and Matt, I may screw this up just a little bit, so if I do, feel free to to, to correct me. But um, Matt started out not in investment at all. In fact, he was about as far away from his, from investments as I as I was before I got into it. He was actually a geologist. He's got a master's in geology, if I remember correctly. Um, That's right. And, uh, uh, and then he parlayed that into, into investment. He, he started working with, uh, with a, a very prominent uh, professor of finance and, and just jumped right in, got into it, and now through his services, and I'll let Matt talk about those services as well, um, he, he's able to provide solid um, you know, financial information and advice specifically geared towards precious metals, towards oil, towards natural resources. And I tell you what, if now is not a better time to talk about things like gold, I don't know when it will be. So with that, I want to bring in Matt Batty Alley with Banyan Hill Publishing. Uh, Matt, first off, welcome. Thank you for joining. I know it's uh, Thanks for having me. It, it's a hectic time, man. It's it's busy. The, mar- the markets aren't giving anyone a break. That's for sure. I mean, we started off the week on a, on a nice high positive. And then, you know, yesterday towards the close, it just started to to, to downfall. Things look good this morning with futures. Uh, futures were up or at least somewhat flat. Um, and then, you know, the Fed chair came out and said that there's there's risks ahead and it, it may not get any better. Um, he did, however, dissuade against using negative rates, which could be much to the chagrin of some others. Um, and that has sent the market into a, a downward spiral uh, as, as things are down as of uh, as of mid-afternoon. Uh, as of midday, rather. But uh, what I want to talk to you about specifically is is right in your wheelhouse, and that is gold. Um, I, I think Which is not down today, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> coincident. I was just looking, and gold is actually up about one percent, uh, and 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 rightfully so, as investors are scrambling in uh, back into safe havens like uh, uh, bonds and and gold and 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 even cash. I would imagine. Um, because there's just no telling where this market is going to go. I think it's, I think it's still searching for a bottom. Uh, I think it's going to be a double bottom. 
Um, however, when that happens, nobody knows. Uh, there's still a lot of skittish thoughts on reopening the economy. Um, I know people feel it's necessary, and, and I don't disagree, um, but there's an important health factor uh, at, uh, at, at play here, and, and opening too quickly may do well in the short term, but could wind up being devastating in the long run. So we've got to just be very cautious about how we do it. That all aside, one thing that I, 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 I noticed and I actually did a story about this earlier this week in, for Money and Markets, was gold mining stocks. Yeah. Um, you know, gold is, is kind of a fascinating thing in that there are more than one way, there's more than one way to play gold, to invest in gold. I mean, you can, you can buy physical bars, uh, but then you have to pay for storage and, and, and all that, and that's okay. I mean, if that's, if that's what you're into. You can buy bullion, which is another way to do it. There are ETFs that track gold, which are also doing very well. But one thing, back in March, um, I, I wrote a piece, and I'm just going to tout myself just because I feel good about how well it's done. Uh, I wrote a piece about investing in, in, in three different gold mining stocks. And at the time, I really didn't know that, that the market was going to be that way. No one can really you know, foresee that. And as much as, as, much as we all want to believe we're soothsayers, we're really not. Um, and, and, and surprisingly, all three of these, uh, of these stocks I recommend, and we'll talk about them later, um, have done well. But one thing that I, I wanted to do was do kind of a comparison of to how some of the top gold mining stocks are doing against the more prominent FANG stocks. And by FANG, the, you know, it's, it's an acronym, Facebook, uh, Amazon, Apple, Netflix, and Google. Mm-hmm. Surprisingly enough, Matt, and I didn't even know this until I dug into it, I thought it would be the complete, complete opposite, but, but gold mining stocks are outperforming FANG stocks by a massive amount. Uh, a lot of that has to do with, with what the market has done, but it's, it's impressive in terms of how much they have they they have outperformed. So I guess my first thing to you, Matt, is is let's talk about the gold market in general. I don't want to get into specifics on how to invest in gold because that can be covered in in a, in a wide range of, of ways. But I want your take on on the gold market now and the gold market as you see it in the next say six months to a year. Okay. Well, let me let me start with kind of the way I see the gold market because you talk about physical gold, you talk about gold miners, and in my mind, they're two different investment. Uh, two different investments, right? Physical gold, whether you buy the paper gold ETFs like GLD, or you buy uh, coins, or you buy uh, bullion, that is a that's an insurance bet, right? That's you, I'm worried about inflation. I'm worried that the trillions of dollars that the that's being stuffed into the the economy to bail out companies is going to come back in the form of much higher prices down the road, um, and so. The dollar will be worth less, and we want to own an asset that's real, that's liquid, uh, and that will benefit from inflation, and that's gold. So when I when I think about gold, that's what I'm thinking about. It's a it's it's basically market catastrophe insurance. When I'm thinking about gold miners, I'm thinking about a more speculative play on rising gold prices, right? So I tend, even though I'm an oil and gas guy, when it comes to geology, that was my specialty. I think about, uh, I don't really speculate on oil prices. I speculate more on the oil companies because they give me leverage to rising oil prices. So these, the difference between, say, Apple and Newmont, which is a big giant gold miner, is that when Apple rolls out a new product, they say, you know, I think I'm going to price the new iPhone at $800 and we'll see how the market takes it. Newmont, which is spending all this money to mine this metal out of the ground, looks around at the world and says, what's the price of gold today? And that's what they get. 
And so when you look back a couple of years ago, 2015-ish, uh, the price of gold was actually around $1,050 at its bottom. And gold miners had to get really lean really quickly or else they were, you know, they were going to go bankrupt. And some of them did go bankrupt. A lot of them lost a lot of money uh, and really fell on hard times. So you have, a, you have a whole space of companies that are price takers. They don't get to choose what the price of gold is. And they had to get lean and they stayed lean. So their, their cost of production as an industry average is somewhere around $1,200 an ounce. And the gold price was around $1,300 or $1,400 an ounce. I think the average gold price last in 2019 was about 13 and change or something like that. So fast forward to this year, uh, we have we have the coronavirus. We have people really worrying about the the future. They're worried about the the stimulus and and printing money to kind of keep the economies going, and so they buy gold. There was a time earlier this year where in Switzerland you couldn't find a kilogram bar of gold. Really, there weren't any available. Yeah, I, actually, I, I had a long chat with a a good friend of mine. Uh, he's one of the principals at David Hall Rare Coins. And so he's in this market, uh, not just rare coins, but also bullion. And he said, Matt, you, you saw the, the one day you could buy all the gold bullion you wanted at a 5% premium over spot. And the next day you couldn't get it. And even the stuff nobody really wanted was selling at a 15% premium to spot. Wow. It just went away. And it was because of fear. Right. And so so now let's let's look back at Newmont and think about a, a mining company that is used to twelve hundred dollar an ounce gold and the gold price is now seventeen hundred dollars an ounce. And so all that extra price in gold is going straight to their profit line. Yep. So that is the kind of the spur that's that's driving these stocks higher. So when you're worried about, OK, Apple stores are closed. You know, nobody's buying them right now. Who's going to buy? Who's buying phones or iPads? Nobody's going out to the stores. And it, so that's on one hand. So that's your fang stocks. And on the other hand, you have these gold miners that have been absolutely paupers for the last few years. And they're getting this gift, this windfall of an extra three or four hundred dollars an ounce of stuff that they were going to produce anyway. So that's where you that's that's kind of the, the rocket engine that has driven these guys higher. And and it's and it's and it's done well. I, I just to just to kind of go back and look back in March. I think it was March. I want to say March sixth is when I initially made the recommendation, and I, I picked out three uh, three stocks, uh, three three gold miners specifically, and I picked out Barrett Gold, I picked out Newmont, and then I picked out Franco Nevada. Um, now now first as just as a, as an as an aside. Um, initially when I was looking at this, I was looking at gold core, but then uh, as a point of fact, Newmont bought gold core. So that, yeah. that, that kind of nullified it right now, as of yesterday, I'll just say yesterday cause I haven't looked today. Um, since we recommended including the seven cent per share dividend for Barrett gold, it's up 38%. Newmont has a 14 uh, cent per share dividend. It's up more than 40%, right around 41, 42%. Uh, since we recommended, and Franco Nevada uh, has a 25 uh, cent uh, per share dividend for investors, and it is up nearly 30 percent, if not more, today actually. So yeah. um, that, that's how those three have done. And I I, I looked at it very similarly to the way to the way you did, and that is okay. You want to look at a company that benefits from uh, the price of the of the product that it is uh, that is producing. 
and and I saw gold and I thought, okay, at that time, the market was kind of trending. It was trending downward, obviously. It was right after the, the drop in February, but it was going to get worse later in March. Um, and, and and I realized that, you know, these, these gold mining companies are doing just what Matt says. I mean, they, they, they have been running lean and mean for about three or four years, uh, seeing very little of their profit line when, when gold was $1,300 an ounce or $1,200 an ounce, even lower. Um, you know, you're looking at maybe a hundred dollar per ounce profit. Uh, but now with gold at 1700, pushing 1800 at this point, you know, now you're looking at a profit margin of five to $600 an ounce. And that's massive. And, and investors are understanding that. So not only are gold mining stocks good uh, to invest in for just to invest in gold, but they're also good to invest in for companies, especially in times like this, when gold prices are moving forward, when the rest of the, and the rest of the market is, is taking a downward turn. And, and the other benefit is, is that these, the gold mining stocks aren't really that expensive. I mean, they're not, we're, we're not talking about $2,000 for Amazon. I think at most at the time, I, the most might've been, Newmont, I think at the time, might have might, been the highest price of the three. And it was under $100 a share, if I remember correctly. So, yeah. uh, you know, for an investor, whether you're beginning or, or even if you're seasoned, uh, you know, and you're maybe looking to just kind of dip your toe in the, in the market a little bit in terms of gold, you know, price-wise, it's great. And I'm, and I'm bullish on dividends. Uh, and all three of these companies pay dividends, which is great. And they're, and they're, and, and they're not just dividends. Like they're not just one off. They're not just, uh, they're not using their, their newfound profits to, to bolster higher dividends in order to entice their, their shareholders. These are pretty solid, consistent dividends that have held even the times when they were lean. Uh, you know, they've increased slightly, but not by much. So that tells me that this is a company that, that is, that is good for the long haul. And, and now they're just benefiting from a nice spike in gold prices. Now, that's not to say that at some point in time that's going to go away because, you know, as the markets work, when equities are up, investors get more bullish in equities and they tend to, to be a little more bearish in gold and they start selling off and the price goes down. So you have to really be, be, be conscious, uh, conscious rather of the price of, of gold and where it's going and where it's trending, uh, especially when you're looking at companies like Newmont or, or Franco Nevada or, uh, you know, or Barrett Gold, because, you know, again, like Matt said, they are very tied to the price of gold. So when gold goes down, their profit margin goes down, their stock price is likely going to go down. Just how it's just a cycle. That's just a cycle of how it works. Now I noticed whenever I mentioned Franco Nevada, you had a you had a look on your face, and, and I'm curious <laughs> as to what I'm One curious as to what that stocks. meant. Is it really okay? Oh yeah, two. It's it's very different from the other two. So Newmont and Barrick are gold miners. Yes. So they they own mines. Uh, I've been to a bunch of both of their mines out in Nevada. Um, Franco Nevada is a royalty company. Yes. And so what they do is they you know they were actually spun out of Newmont years and years ago. Mm-hmm. But they own, uh, so they basically go to the gold mines every quarter and hold their hand out and say, "Pay me." Um, and they're they're they get paid before the costs come out of the mine, before the miners get paid. These royalties come off the top, and it's a wonderful business model because they have very little overhead and they're really profitable, you know. And so when you have a price move in gold like this, where you go from thirteen hundred dollars an ounce to seventeen hundred dollars an ounce. Franco Nevada's profit margin rips. So I really like that company a lot. Yeah. And I, I looked at it and I was, I was skeptical at first because I, I didn't quite understand the, the concept of royalties on gold, but then I drew, you know, drilled deeper into it. And I realized that that, that comes off the top. It doesn't, it's not, it's not, it's not royalties after profit. It's royalties. It's comes, it comes directly off. And I thought, okay, well that, that's a good model. That, that is a solid model. If you're investing in gold, 
or, or, or something of that sort than, than a company like Franco Nevada, which has not necessarily been the most profitable of the last couple of years, um, can, stands to be when gold, when gold jumps. So, you know, Matt, in closing, um, you know, I'll ask, you know, what do you foresee gold doing? Are, are we going to see $2,000 an ounce? Uh, in, in the next year or so, five years, do you do you see that? What, I think so. Yeah, I, I think you're going to see. So in from you know 2009 or 2008 to 2011 was the last really big bull market in gold. Um, I think you're going to see that high price, which was $1,900 an ounce, eclipsed, and I think it's going to happen in 2020 or early 2021. Wow, uh, it wouldn't surprise me at all. To, you know, this has been the year of. Uh, blown away expectations, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, things that couldn't possibly happen have happened. Interest rates uh, on government debt under 1%. Oh yeah, that happened. <laughs> yeah, really? Negative interest rates last year. Oh yeah, that happened. So I wouldn't be surprised at all with the amount of stimulus that's going to be required to kind of recover global economies uh, from the coronavirus and the concerns of uh, opening too soon, as you mentioned earlier, and the potential for a, a second wave of this virus when people forget about social distancing. Um, I wouldn't be surprised at all to see us break 2000, 2,500. It wouldn't surprise me to see us break $3,000 an ounce. Wow. That, and that's massive. That's, that's huge. That'd be a huge move in gold prices, but you know, we've seen it before when I started in 2005, gold was around five, was under $500 an ounce. Mm-hmm. To, to see it go from $500 an ounce in 2005-2006 to $1,900 an ounce in 2011, that was a catastrophically big move in gold. And and this current crisis is going to be way worse than we saw in 2008. So, I agree. I agree. You know. So let me ask you this. One last one last question for you. Uh, you know, even though gold is priced as high as it is now at, 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 at coming close to $1,800 an ounce, now still a good time for for investors to get into gold, yeah? Oh, absolutely. The, the market's been so beaten up for so long that uh, while we're seeing these stocks move, they're, no, they're not even near their 2011 highs. Uh, so I really think that this is a great time for investors not to be intimidated by the moves that have already happened. Because as we said, as the gold price goes up, these, things, these companies are going to make more and more money. We certainly are going to see more consolidation, like you mentioned, with um, – uh, gold Corp being bought by Newmont, uh, Barrick Gold uh, acquired a, a gold miner recently. We're seeing a lot more mergers and acquisitions. So this is a sector where uh, investors who maybe not have gotten in yet, who can get in now and still make very solid double or triple digit profits. He is Matt Battiali. He's with Banyan Hill Publishing. I encourage you to check out uh, Real Wealth Strategist is uh, one of his one of his products. He has several others, um, all of which are solid. Um, I'll leave a link to how you can check out Real Wealth Strategist uh, in the show notes. So make sure you check that out. Uh, definitely encourage you to do so, especially now because I tell you what, Matt's expertise is is right in line with where the markets are going. So if you're if you're looking for uh, you know a way for profit uh, in, in a market that is volatile to say the least and, and downward at best, then I think you definitely wanted to jump on and check out Matt's stuff. Matt, uh, appreciate the time. Thank you so much for joining us here on The Bull and the Thanks Bear. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. We're going to do this again because I had a lot of fun talking about gold. I want to pick your brain about oil too at some point, but uh, that's that's for a uh, 
that, that's for a, another podcast. I think that would take way too long to get into at this point. Yeah, you're so. absolutely right. <laughs> He's Matt Batty Alley. I'm Matt Clark. You've been listening to the Bull and Bear and the Bear, a Money and Markets podcast. Until next time, uh, have a uh, have a great rest of the week and uh, safe trading. You've been listening to the Bull and the Bear, a Money and Markets podcast. Tune in each week to hear insights on how to make investing safe and profitable for you. Thank <laughs> you.